You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Welcome to Liberty Explained. My name is Chris Spangle. Thank you so much for joining me. And we are your guide to libertarianism. Please go check out libertyexplained.com where you can find answers to a bunch of other questions, past episodes, as well as many different book recommendations and resources. Now, today's question is kind of a doozy. Do I have to be pure to be a libertarian? Can I be a good enough libertarian? In other words, is it possible to be more libertarian than another person? Now, there's a fallacy called the no true Scotsman fallacy, and it basically says there's no true Scotsman but me, right? I'm the most libertarian person on the planet, and this is sort of a common refrain within the libertarian movement of who's the most libertarian? Well, those anarcho-capitalists are the most libertarian, and just classical liberals who like a little bit of government, or the night watchman people who are just reading Nozick, those are not real libertarians, not the Roth, like the Rothbardians, right? So it goes on in every movement, who's the, the purest of them all? I have to say, libertarianism is not a religion. It's just a simple framework for human organization, and to hold anarcho-capitalist beliefs or any other variety um, does not make one more saved than another person. Being a mutualist will not get you into heaven. I would remove the idea of pure libertarianism from your uh, framework because, listen, making one political label your identity is a very unhealthy thing to do, believe me. I will explain my history to you sometime. It's just a set of beliefs that you have. And it isn't a religion. Now, societies are large and complex, and libertarianism is the belief that no person can organize human action. Letting go of control and trusting our fellow man is a scary belief for a people swimming in the politics of fear perpetrated by Republicans, Democrats, and the media. So it takes a while to let go of those old beliefs. So for some, releasing control kind of takes more time to reconcile than others. I know for myself, having been a libertarian for over 15 years or more, I started at a very, um, well, when I started calling myself a libertarianism, I was okay with gun control. Right now, I don't see why I can't own a tank. Um, So you just sort of wrestle with that maxim of the non-aggression principle, which we talked about in other episodes, and kind of work issue by issue using that principle and examining your own morality and values as time goes on. And you you sort of, and I'll be honest, there are ways over the last few years that even I might have become less libertarian in some ways and more trusting of institutions and seeing the need for them, right? So it's it's a kind of an ever-expanding and shrinking process with yourself using the ideas of libertarianism and the non-aggression principle and comparing it to issues. It is possible, I guess, to say one person is more libertarian than another um, if one has a more profound knowledge of the philosophy or if one is willing to espouse more radical solutions. So if I'm willing to say, 
I just don't think there should be any government ever at all. Nope. That makes me a more pure libertarian than you. But does that always mean that I have the best solutions or am I giving people uh, maybe the answer that helps them kind of hop on the train towards my purity? I don't know. Um, sometimes I just think the idea of purity is used to establish dominance within a, a small movement, and I think that should be rejected. When someone says the word real libertarian seriously, beware of somebody who is a cultist who has their whole identity wrapped up in being a libertarian. Because at the end of the day, Justin Amash is a constitutionalist. Murray Rothbard was an anarchist. Ayn Rand was an objectivist. All three of these people are great libertarians with different ideas working on how society could be more libertarian. Now, is the ideology flexible? Politics is the art of compromise, so libertarian politics must be flexible. The libertarian ideology is not flexible. It is a perfect constant which would, with which we measure our positions on current events. So we can sit and read the newspaper and say, mm, this doesn't go against the non-aggression principle. I reject it. But if you get elected to office, you got to start compromising. It's a little bit harder. So it's, a, it's kind of a complex question. Um, but I have to take issue with the premise to, beginning, to, to begin uh, with that there is no such thing as a pure libertarian. I'm going to let you in on a deep, dark secret. Every libertarian has their thing that they're not really libertarian about. You're unlibertarian in some way, too. So it's just an idea system. It's just a belief system. It's not a religion. So thanks for joining us here on Liberty Explained. We really appreciate it. Check out libertyexplained.com for all kinds of resources. And make sure you send us questions at ask at wearelibertarians.com. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show.